Hey everybody, welcome to Kirk and Off, a wiki podcast where my cousin and I talk about Kirk Minahan and the happenings inside of his world. My name's Buddy, he's Blind Mike Sadie. Blind Mike Sadie, say hello. Mm. <laughs> so you start, <laughs> change it up. So you started drinking? <laughs> Maybe. Just a few, it's alright. We have a, uh, So Killer Kowalski's with us. Killer, how's it going? Great, it's uh, fucking minus 30 Celsius here today, <gasps> which is uh, minus 22 Fahrenheit, I think. That's how, how close to Alaska are you? Oh, I'm quite a ways away. That, okay, that was a stupid question, probably. So how? So okay, how north are you then? Well, uh, like northern, northern Alberta. Oh, jeez. What's so what's that like, like over like in the U.S. like Minnesota? Oh, uh, Montana, directly oh, above Montana. Oh, sick. Yeah, I've. Well, I asked about Alaska because I have a friend who lives in Anchorage, and he, he was he always complains about the same thing about how cold it is or like the temperature. But he's like, well, there's no wind chill, so it doesn't fucking matter. Is that mm. how the weather is up there? Uh, no, we we've had a lot of wind lately. It's fucking kind of a train wreck snow wise. That's nasty. But it's, but it's, uh, what is it? Yeah, it's 1,472 miles from where I live to Alaska. Dang. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's far. Yeah. Andy? No, it's cold. Um, so. <laughs> was it like that? Was it like that in, um, in Watertown when you were up there, BMD? Like, not uh, the same, obviously. No, I just remember, like, the coldest it ever got was, like, when you, st- I was, I remember being at a red light. And you know what? And your car's supposed to be like heating up. It was going the other way. It was actually cooling down while I was sitting at the red light. Oh, I, dang. I thought that was wild, but I yeah, does that happen? Up- oh, sometimes it's so cold, like your fucking tires like kind of turn to like squares. Oh my like, god! Like they're, they're they're just fucking rough, rough when you start driving, and they kind of warm up even though it's cold as fuck outside. Yeah. That's wild. And like we think we have it, so you know, like our winter sucks too. You know, it was what I sixty. Mean? Like, it was sixty-three degrees today. I know. <laughs> That's wild. So, so you're like you're fourteen hundred miles from Alaska. Like, do you, you're like how many miles are you from like from like Boston? Do you know that? Like off the top of your head? Like how long uh, is it the trip here? You know. Oh my, yeah, that's probably like. It is two thousand six hundred and nineteen miles. Dang, that's at least a day. Yeah, only four, shit. only forty hours. Oh, that's to a, drive. Or? No big deal. Yeah. Just a uh, week of work. So you're really. Yeah. You're, <laughs> How how'd you find Kirk though? Like so like uh Barstool miles away. That's it. Yeah, Barstool Barstool. It was uh I had seen him on a couple things with Portnoy and stuff and then I was like, Well he's pretty entertaining and you don't often see somebody kinda really like jab back at Portnoy. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty entertaining and then yeah, I just started listening like right as soon as he started at Barstool. Okay. So you were there f- you started listening from the beginning then? Yeah, mm-hmm. right Wait, in the so uh, Barstool tenure, yeah. Yeah, the great year of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of crazy year. that that's only like two years ago. I feel like so no. much has happened since then. Well, it's, it, it, that, that was like, especially because of the five days show, like five shows a week. Mm-hmm. Like it just seemed like it amplifies things because so many podcasts only are, you know, one or two days a week. That it just mm-hmm. like so much time passes so fast. Like a month is like a year for some podcasts. Mm. Yeah, well, love Kirk, yeah, for sure. So, you're involved with the Meaning of the Minds. How'd you get involved with that? What's your role on there? Uh, I'm a temporary fill-in Canadian because BA is, uh, <laughs> he's in a relationship with a man and he's he hasn't had as much time to uh, be on the show regularly. So, you, you kind of have to switch one Canadian out with the other. It's, it makes it easy just to try to level everything out. We like to have a Colombian, a white guy from Pennsylvania, and a Canadian <laughs> to really to get a melting pot sort of going. 
Uh, I, I just kind of always liked the uh, Mincel guys. Like, I I found them to kind of be interesting, kind of do some funny shit. Like, I, I really thought the view stuff was hilarious when they uh, was supposedly purchased all the views and stuff. And then, like, <laughs> they were uh, streaming a bunch on Twitch, and I would just go in the comments and try to make Will kill himself. <laughs> it's normal. Yeah, and, and eventually it, uh, it, it blossomed into a nice friendship. Yeah, so so is that so you found them through like the the YouTube channel or or did you meet those guys through like Discord and stuff? Uh no, the YouTube channel. Like I watched the YouTube channel and stuff and kind of commented a little bit, and then like the pandemic really picked up, so I kind of started watching it a bunch more. Like I was never in the uh, like the full heyday of uh, Discord. I came to Discord kind of after, and then moved on to the uh, Indigo Mincel Intel Discord. <laughs> so. And so is that like why you've been on Meeting of the Minds more? Just like just because BA is not there? Because like I, w- I was telling B- BMD like when we were talking yesterday. I, I not that I've gone on a bunch, but every time I go on, like you're like you're never on. You know now now when I'm scrolling through, like you're you're on every night. Yeah, no, it's just kind of because he's not there, and it's well, you know, fucking Jay's got a busy schedule, so he uh, seems to never make it on time. Still <laughs> this part. <laughs> yeah, and John, you know, John's a good guy. Always puts up with Jay and uh, has a. Uh, has a fucking show ready to go every night and you kind of feel bad letting him sit in silence for you know three nights in a row for the first 10 minutes so eventually i just kind of tagged in and like i I don't mind it i actually like watching it too and just like commenting on stuff as well so it's like i'm kind of like when there's too many people on there too i kind of just don't mind sitting out and whatever like it's not a it's not a necessity it's it's actually really nice that jay's honored me the opportunity to be on there because it is his show it's it's very big of Jay to to share the spotlight, you know. Yes, he well Jay is a star. He, oh, it's you know, even the ones that burn out are stars, you know. Yes, he <laughs> uh, he hits a he hits a good episode once a quarter about about. So it's he just gets a lot of reps in, and then when he really hits one out of the park, he hits it out of the park. Kind of like I don't know if you guys seen last night's, but he uh, discovered the guy from uh, Captain Phillips living in the streets of Boston. <laughs> it was like uh, the actual was, captain. Uh, uh, it was a guy that looked just like him and uh, <laughs> was drinking from liquor bottles in the street and stuff. It was a very, it was a very good, very good episode. Jay, Jay would be a great man in the street. He's a man of the people. Yeah, it, seem, <laughs> it seems like Jay to harass the homeless. You know? Yes, well. <laughs> that seems just like him. He's, he might be looking for a future uh, partner to share, <laughs> share a street with. <laughs> share an awning or something. <laughs> so yeah, I just kind of kind of got involved with that, and I don't know. I just I like those guys. I know some people don't like those guys, but it is what it is. So, speak, while we're on the subject of meeting of the minds and Jay and John and all those guys, get, what, what's going on with John from Scranton Menors? Can you either one of you guys explain to me what's going on with that? No spite season, killers all over that. It's just oh, well, the biggest thing with Menors is. Menners seems to look inward and see that maybe he's kind of the problem. He's went through multiple producers, multiple shows, but yet he blames everybody else. So sometimes he, you're the common denominator when everything keeps failing that you touch. And he, he does have a lot of time on his hand being where he lives and how they continue to lock themselves down. He's the quadruple vax too, I heard. That's the rumor. Yeah, the rumor is he takes, uh, he takes one a day. It's like a fucking multivitamin. 
I, I love Venice. He's always he always is nice to us, even though he shits on me and Daver for False Nine. Like every time it comes uh, out. Um, really? I thought he said he liked it the other day. I, I don't know. Well, he shits like we're the only thing on the YouTube channel, and that bothers him. Uh. But I, without knowing anything and only hearing John's side of the story, I have to side with John. Like like John, he he kicked John to the curb after John bought like this twenty five hundred dollar computer to like help Menors do this thing, and they never did a show. And then he just kicks him to the side and like does a show with Red. Right? That's kind of like the crux of a killer. Yeah, and well, Menners is upset that um, how do I want to put oh, it? Oh, oh, right. You yeah, don't, you don't completely follow and side with anything that Kirk says. I mean, John. Everybody says John plays the middle, but I don't think John's really ever just mm-hmm. blatantly uh, followed what Kirk said, and I don't think he probably ever yeah. will. John, yeah, John John's is pretty objective. Yeah, he's a yeah, JF. John really from was. Scranton is a John from Scranton guy. Like that's yeah. that's. Yeah, he, yeah. Cer- certain things he likes, certain things he doesn't, and I think that you know there's nothing wrong with that. I think, I think just because the show doesn't like someone or something happens, that you shouldn't automatically just fall in line. Did I it, guess necessarily with the show. Didn't Menace like, or, or am I wrong? Or like, did, did Menace kind of like think that, uh, like, like John was not mad? Like, like that wasn't it something with like what happened Monday? With, I mean, what happened with like Tibbets? Or something, or, or no? Yeah, Manners yeah. basically wants you to just disavow and never talk to anybody and make sure you're not involved with anything. And it's like, you know, we kind of said, like, it was, it was a joke that kind of went too... Well, didn't kind of. It went way too far. And shit like that. Like, to me, like, nobody's kids should ever be mentioned in anything. Mm-hmm. It should be a subject that is just not on the table at all. I don't think that they had the intention of involving anything with the kids. But also when something like that happens, you do have a little bit of, of course, responsibility. But just because you were in a chat with somebody doesn't mean you're equally responsible or because you talk to a person doesn't make you responsible, in my opinion. Yeah, but they made, did they, did they make the ask, though? I mean, he's not going to make a video like that unless somebody kind of well, nudges kind of, I, him in that direction, right? No, there wasn't an ask. They just told him that Kirk was trying to get rid of uh, his Instagram, and Tibbetts does everything on Instagram. So then Tibbetts released an Instagram video going off the handle. So you put you poked yeah. a guy that's crazy, so you can't be kind of shocked in a way that something like that happened. I th- I thought Sneaks had the had like the tweet of, the tweet of like the day though, when he was just like, yeah, Kirk was right. If that dude was fucking after me, I'd call the cops too. Like, what the fuck, like. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing about it. I mean, like, uh, you know, there a lot of people are, you know, parents and stuff within this world and stuff, so I don't think any of them, like I said, like, I'm pretty sure all those guys are parents, so I'm pretty sure, like, you know, they never want to have anything happen to their kids or, you know, vice versa or anything to happen to any kids. Like I said, it's it co- contents, context and intent sometimes matters too. Like, mistakes sometimes are made, but I don't believe that the intent was for anything to be said like that. Uh-oh. I think it was... Sh- I don't know the context. I just know that... I just, based on what we've heard in the videos... I mean, if you could give us some insight, I know I don't want to get you in too much trouble either, but why are they having a conversation with a guy like that and, and, and you know, accusing... Be- sounds because like when- the accusing Kirk of doing something that he didn't do? To no, they, they, were try- they, were, they were stirring the pot. They, like, they were poking it because they thought you know there'd probably be a funny video you know he would say something funny hmm. uh, or something ridiculous outlandish and whatever like it wasn't you know it wasn't probably the best use of time or the best <laughs> use of intent but i like I, like i said i don't think that there was any intent of anything in regards to the kids and stuff like there's the, this is this all goes back to like there's i think uh 
such a weird notion in with like doxing and with all that stuff within this world that you know mm-hmm. again it's just, it's no different than when Kirk's mad at somebody that doesn't mean that a grouping of fans should be trying to dox people because Kirk's mad at them either also mm-hmm. it's not Kirk's responsibility to make sure that they're not that his fans that are on the crazier side aren't trying to dox like what's he supposed to do at that point yeah I just I, I don't know I found he, you know, he said he had talked to Steve from Providence, and I don't know if there was more to their conversation, but I found Steve's excuse lame. Yeah, that one I don't know. Like that, that, one's, that one seems to be like a you know a bit of a bent truth. I haven't I haven't heard from Steve in regards to that right, or anything, obviously. so I I don't know. But it's yeah, that one like that one seems pretty wild. That that's what his excuse would be. He's a pretty clever guy overall. That I can't see him. Uh, using that as an excuse i know yeah that, that i was really surprised when i heard that like i, I especially because knowing how much he loved like or he, or he loved like, the uh, yeah, kms you know what i mean it's odd but who knows like a... i i just think it was it, it was a giant fuck up all around <laughs> really like it's just yeah. it's shitty it happened it's sh- <clears throat> like the whole thing's shitty but it's, i mean it could have um, gone way worse when completely oh completely completely like and i mean like there's there's weird shit that's you know boiling under like you know like you know going going to the studio and honking the horn in theory is kind of like funny but you probably still shouldn't do it like it was definitely funny yeah that and that whole thing too is that yeah yeah that 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 whole story like obviously makes this one look even worse you know like because yeah it's like, but but you but you you also can't live where you're like you know you have blind mike and featherston showing up at a studio and that's okay yeah, you know, I actually so like th- that kind of brings me to to like m- like my next question. So I I obviously like um, I seen like what you tweeted at like you and Puda were like kind of like in a spat like this week. And I I seen kind of like one of your tweets and like you said you like you like the, you like KMS, but you're there are parts of KMS that you don't like. What what parts like are you out on? Uh, so just sometimes like a lot of the attacking like of fa- fan points that you don't agree with. I I do think like ninety nine percent of it is jokes, but usually every bit of a joke sometimes has some truth in it right like there's you know you, you i'm a i'm a fat white guy so if you call somebody a fat white guy i don't know like there's i don't know there's lots of weird things with jokes and stuff that there is truth with which isn't problematic necessarily but it's it's wrong to act like everything's a a, a joke and you sometimes i guess don't mean anything because you definitely do mean something by it sometimes you just aren't necessarily i guess hoping to hurt someone's feelings or something as much as it maybe does do, do you have like an example of like like well a, 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 a weird a great example in a weird way is the um like justin and chris thing right this week like oh I think yeah sorry chris i think chris was kind of trying to make it like it was kind of a joke and whatever mm-hmm. and justin kind of flew off the handle and Justin ended up kind of, you know, winning the argument and stuff, but I don't think Chris was making the joke really to make fun of him because I think, as you could tell yesterday, that he overall likes Justin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he cared enough at that one point to go and look for him in the middle of the night. I, I didn't really, like, so when I saw the tweet, I I almost, like, didn't think anything of it. Like, I was <laughs> like, oh, okay, whatever, he just, like, whatever. He, like, he doesn't want to be involved with Justin or, or doesn't want Justin's help, whatever. Like, I didn't really... Th- take it to like the the 
like like where Kirk took it, where he was like, oh, oh maybe not Kirk. I'm not sure who said it. Like like oh, you'll be drowning in pussy. Like you know, I didn't like, really like take it like like to that point. Like oh, I didn't think think he like he meant that. I just thought like he meant like oh, your show's gonna be successful. Like you'll be too busy. Like leave me alone. But but like like we were saying in in the 420 yesterday, like. It's it's just funny, like, cause Chris tried to make a joke, and he would have been way better off just being a dick, like, like initially, like, like he would have been better off just being like, no, thank you, or like, pass, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's where I, that's where I kind of come from, where it's like I think he was joking, but I think he didn't want him involved, so he was trying to be funny with it and whatever. Obviously, Justin, can, it kind of set Justin off that he was offended, but there wasn't intent by Chris to offend him. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where, that's where, like, everybody says, you know, breaking balls and everything. And, you know, 95% of it is breaking balls. But it, sometimes people take things different than people expect. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just one of the things, like, that's where we always have joked about, like, you know, it's, every, every, it's, it's a comedy podcast. It's comedy. It is a comedy podcast. 99% of the time, yeah, I don't think there's any intent or anything there. And it's just sometimes things get taken, you know, blown out of proportion. Because, like, there's no way normally that Chris saying that to Justin, I don't think, would have really said anything off. Like, it just seemed like such a nothing burger of a tweet. Yeah, it was... I, I think, looking back, Chris... I don't know how, what, what Chris could have tweeted. I mean, he could have just ignored it altogether, I guess, and not really res- have responded. You, I mean, if, if he was blunt and told the truth, like, how he really felt, too, that could have backfired and caused a rant as well. So yeah, it was a true. lose-lose situation either way. I think the best way would have just have been just, like, not pay attention to Justin's response to the original tweet or something. Yeah, and, and like, the levels thing is kind of goofy. I get what, yeah. like, I, I think it's more of, like, of a, you know, I, I have a life experience and a few other things. <laughs> I also yeah. think that it in a certain way, Chris probably doesn't want any KMS baggage when he's starting a new project or anything. Like, do you instantly, uh, you wouldn't want to have, I don't know, a bunch of KMS stuff when it has kind of nothing to do with KMS, this project? I think, you know, too, like his... especially with, like, the I'm sorry to cut you off, but, but, like, the idea that, like, he has for it. Like, he's happy with it being every other day. Like, I'm, not, he, I'm sure he doesn't want to switch to every day, like, just to have Justin involved. Like, that's – having Justin involved isn't a, a big enough selling point for Chris, like, I'm, is obviously, like, what he's saying for him to do it every day. Yeah, and then it's like, you know, is Justin for sure going to be behind the scenes or is then is eventually Justin going to end up being part of a voice on there? Then, you know, that's where I mean, like, we're a bunch of KMS stuff drag over into there. And if Chris really doesn't want to have anything to do with that and wants to keep it separate, well, I probably wouldn't have anything KMS related, like, involved. Mm-hmm. So I, that's where I kind of thought that they were kind of hard on him. I mean, it was kind of rough. He's fucking a three on one yesterday. I know, yeah. I- I it was a three on one, but I still was like Chris is the asshole in the room. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm like the other yeah. guys are right. Yeah, I you think know? I think I think Justin uh, no offense, Chris, did really you. well. It was a bad look for Chris, and I think Chris realized that and apologized that after, and also took to Twitter to to apologize. Do you do you, you know? buy his apology, or do you think he's just I, apologizing because he knows everybody thinks he's wrong? I I do because I I love Chris, so I'm gonna say yeah, I buy it. I <laughs> I. I believe it. I think I think he's yeah. a pretty pretty just genuinely good guy. Justin actually did. Yeah. I, I agree really well in that. Other than I I don't like when people bring like mental health stuff mm. into their argument. That yeah. was kind of the weak point for that was a big weak point for me within that argument. Is like I don't think Chris even thought of anything possibly because of the mental health side. I just don't think he wanted him involved. 
but then to say if it's you know something because you're protecting him from his mental health or something i don't know it's kind of a weird thing to toss in there yeah like we we all have those you know what i mean we all kind of have those problems like i it's a I, I just I just feel like it's it's almost becoming like an excuse to like get ahead in an argument. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, and that that's kind of exactly what I was thinking. Is it just it wasn't it wasn't something that needed to be added. Chris kind of did look like the asshole, but I don't think he looked as, as bad either as a lot of people try to like make it out to be. I, I think sometimes too that's the dynamic when you have when you're he's you know he's substantially older. He's 17 years older than the guy. Mm-hmm. And so I can. Some, I, I can totally see myself like like I'm I'm 31. I could you know the the same distance apart isn't obviously fair because like to a 14 year old like isn't fair to compare Justin to a 14 year old probably. <laughs> um, but like but and and like roll like in Chris's shoes I could think I like I, I was hard on him yesterday when I heard it I was I was like mad I'm like wow Chris is like a jerk you know what I mean and I and I do to be honest I believe his apology I just thought I had, like I should ask that question but but I I can honestly understand where he's coming from we're being like we're like I've done so much more than you like like that like but it's, it's but like he does sound like a dick <laughs> I hate to oh be yeah, yeah. but it's true <laughs> and like I don't think he meant that he's even done so much more within like podcasting or anything I think he just kind of meant like generally oh of life. course yeah. life, life yeah, of yeah. course right but then people kind of like to boil it down to like one issue and you know being like it's you know podcasting stuff it's like no i just kind of think it's a life experience thing and not necessarily a reliability thing because i think for the most part other than what he said about the quantum week stuff when with justin within kms seems to have been pretty reliable for for them in a lot of situations other than i guess Sako and booking food trucks two kind of big negatives but that wasn't really something to take into account. I don't think it, Chris is uh, at live show planning yet for the uh, theater show. It, it definitely hurts when when the two negatives are gigantic negatives. Like it's so easy to like clown on him because like twenty nine k is such a punchline, you know. <laughs> yeah, when once you get a once you get a t shirt made about your fuck up, it kind of uh, sticks around for a bit. Credit to Kirk for not getting too upset about that. Just giving us another show at Saco. I, well, I think that honestly is like the best method to do. I mean, I know when we're yeah. like at, at some point, like, you know, when there's a big fuck up, like you can either really go mental and fucking hold a giant grudge or you kind of just have to figure out a way to move past it. Yeah. And just, yep. And he knows we'll totally eat anything up there. Like, all right. Another Sean Sacco. No problem. I'll sell it out. Like he knows we're, we're yeah. going to flock there. Hell yeah. Um, before we move on, a divisionless Dave had sent out a poll. I don't know if you both had, uh, looked I, at it or not I about what level visionless dave is on mm-hmm. um if, if you had to vote he's here here are the selections it's uh what level am i on his selections are champ decent gay or lame so killer which, which one would you pick i'd go champ i i really like visionless dave i've uh played video games and stuff with him a little bit before nice. and he's always been a pretty nice guy to me so and i and i find him pretty entertaining i like his uh football tweets i like kind of yeah. You know how he goes after fucking Willie G about the Bills. Yeah, went after my cousin. Oh, and and he's pretty entertaining. Uh, Even like I I always like his soccer stuff and uh, the Raiders stuff too. When he's always going after uh, Ash from the Raiders. So yeah, I find I find VD rather entertaining. I also like how he uh, he revs up the talking loud boys pretty good, and he uh, <laughs> he fucking he plays that fucking moron Montante like a fucking fiddle too. So it... 
Uh, Buddy, what, what did you what would you pick? I I voted champ. I have the receipts. Um, okay. So, but uh, I did. I thought that was. I thought your response to this tweet was funny, BMD. Oh yeah. Mm. So I voted gay because I thought it would be funny to vote gay. <laughs> That's terrible. It was not intentionally that I just found it funny. <laughs> so he said he so he retweeted his poll after it was closed and he said it was fifty fifty. Champ and fifty percent gay. No, it wasn't fifty percent. It was thirty actually I'm looking at it right now, it's thirty six point seven percent champ, thirty six point seven percent gay. So he's half and half. Well I think that's kinda of his point. Well it can't be fifty fifty because you have eighteen percent decent. <laughs> 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 the thing, the things you get into are weird. I, I know. Thank yeah, he, he, he's like, yeah, he's always been entertaining. I know uh, that's another st- kind of sticking point with uh, spite season and fucking manners. Like manners is always trying to fucking sewer that VD's such a fucking prima donna. But like manners also last night on his show with uh, Danny from Belrica there was going on about how he couldn't like round up to have a conversation with Danny and John. I think John might be the fucking easiest person in the world to get a hold of. Mm. Seriously, yeah. 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 He, he, he bends like, over backwards to help anybody. I asked really. him for help once. He gave me his yeah. number. I was like, that's okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, the, again, it goes kind of back to maybe Manners is fucking the problem. And, you know, VD seems like a guy that, you know, wouldn't want to put up dealing with fucking Manners petty shit all the time either. Um, so, going back to the beginning of the week. Uh, so, are you guys shocked at the turn of events with Carano now that he's kind of, dang, like now that, dead? Now that you well, said okay, that. what Carano's now filling the, all all that happened is Carano and uh, Cullinane literally swapped in every <laughs> yeah, no, so in every part, <laughs> right? Like he used to hate Cullinane when Cullinane was Jerry. Now he hates Carano with the Carano's with Jerry. It was it was inevitably going to happen. That was a weird tweet, though. That was it's that's weird instincts there. Well, I, I have a, I have one of the original great uh, great DMs from Acarano about you know not following sneakers and or he's gonna have to block me and stuff. So yeah. it's which you know again each your own. If you don't like a guy and whatever, and you don't want to associate with people, then cool, just just block people, but don't give people an ultimatum. Yeah, like that's fucking ridiculous, dude. The idea to give people ultimatums. I like, I, I want to don't res- have to follow people. Sorry. I, I, I want to resend my my best tweet of the week from sneakers to and I want to change it to red when red tweeted out the uh, hey guys I'm gonna have to block all of you that follow Chronos. <laughs> Somebody so fell for it. Somebody actually fell for it. I know lots of people were like were very tight about that. Red was like it's it's sarc- I, I wish there was a sarcasm font. I thought it was a great reply. But. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. It's perfect. And that that's the only thing. Like Chrono, I think Chrono's just a weird dude. I think he's probably overall. Like, good dude just kind of weird and off but I, I, th- I think Kirk will cool down on that similar to the way he regretted what he said about Colonnade and uh, Jerry prior to so I, 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 I think, think he'll cool on that I, I think I don't know I, don't I know agree with you but like but he didn't say things like he said to like Jerry and like Colonnade like just like mm. like he said like nasty things to Jerry Colonnade like this is just something that Carano did and he's like pissed off about I could see him <laughs> kind of just being like no nah, fuck it I'm done I don't need him. He's with Jerry. It's easier anyway. Now I won't rely. Like you know what I mean. Like now he won't be part of the Wilbur. Like good. Like like next. Like you know what I mean. Like just keep keep it moving. We don't have to worry about any of that sticky stuff. Well, and I and I think the other thing too with like that is like it's almost probably worse that he didn't lash out harder. Right. Because yeah. you know there's no. 
there's no footing to come back from that you really have like he didn't say anything that he really has to apologize for either that's kind of the driving force that you know usually something gets said that's pretty ludicrous that you kind of have to apologize to you know a colonnade or a fucking jerry previously historically mm-hmm. do, you, do you how long do you guys think quantum week lasts do you think it's a podcast that keeps going or what, what, where do you guys sit on that it's going to be pretty tough with chris doing kms stuff and you know because you know kirk's inevitably going to poke that bear and shit on Corano, and chris is eventually going to he's either have to pick a side right def- yeah he's gonna have, not not necessarily pick a side but it's kind of like a whole pushback like you're going to push back and say yeah, you know what you're being kind of ridiculous because to me that so, yeah, it's good that you bring up sides i think picking sides is such a fucking ludicrous idea within the idea of like people talking or having conversations and stuff, you can, you're allowed to disagree with a person. Mm-hmm. It, not everything has to be about picking sides or because you like somebody that somebody else doesn't like that that makes them a person that you can't like. Like, I don't know, all that kind of seems ridiculous to me. I, I, Which I is, know, I guess. I know oh, what you mean, but like, but Kirk is like, like I think BMD said Kirk's gonna fucking make Quantum Week Chris pick like or Chris Clare pick like he's Some, gonna say like do you want to keep I making think. Quantum Week Chris do you want to keep making Quantum Week or do you want to be on our show once a week like you know and then, and I'm I what I'm think, yeah. I, I'm interested in who who gets the ultimatum first Chris or Blind Mike <laughs> like who who gets told they have to they have to like break ties first <laughs> well seeing the Blind Mike one's pretty wild because you know Craig, Craig gets ragged on a lot and like you know shit like that but you know in overall it's not like it's that easy for mike to produce his own stuff so cutting that up i guess i guess mike could go to justin but i I think craig and mike have a really good rapport in comparison to uh what mike and justin would have like craig and mike have a lot of similar interests and stuff which makes for good topic and conversation Mm -hmm. on the blind mike project how how was your appearance on very good show oh it was good it was good it's like anything you know the first 15 minutes are a little bit weird and then you kind of get kind of get comfortable and stuff like it's very good shows are really good and it's just it's it's kind of a neat little show uh, that those three guys get along really well and kind of bust each other's balls and stuff and it's it's funny because you bring that up because you know it seems like people have been trying to you know kind of pin stuff on craig and stuff within that and it's like craig doesn't really want to involve kms with very good show because like the other two guys on very good show don't even listen to kms so it doesn't really make any sense to them so that was kind of where I was kind of thinking about like the Chris stuff too. Like, you know, if he's going to do stuff and he's going to hopefully try to find some different audience and stuff. Yes, there will be a giant amount of people that know Chris from Kirk, but it's kind of weird to, you know, shoehorn when people, when Craig has callers and they're asking KMS questions and the other two guys know nothing. Oh, I see. Yeah. Right. Like it's just kind of, you know, weird, weird shit like that. But yeah, I, I think Craig's a good dude. I, I, I like him quite a bit. He's, pretty nice all the time and doesn't really shit on people and tries to help them out as much as possible. He was very nice to us in soccer when we met him. Right, BMD? Yeah, great guy. No complaints <laughs> for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, here's a good question. What's okay. your guys' thought on the Cullinane experience so far? I'm, I'm a color guy. You know, I, like, I'm, I, like, I, I said a few weeks ago when listening back to the Steve episodes makes me like miss the Steve days because I like those shows yeah. a lot too. But yeah. but I I love Cully like I love hearing him I, I I if if I could change one thing about Cully it'd be like the giggle like like the under like when he tries to be quiet and he just this like thick but like besides <laughs> for that like I could he's he's the goat I love him. 
Yeah, he's been a good addition to the to the show. I I feel bad because he he does want to like do a lot of stuff. He's got all these grandiose ideas and stuff, you know, with the YouTube and, and other things that he wants to do. But Kirk is like throttling him him back, and that's not his fault. That's just the way Kirk wants to do things. Like, you know, he doesn't want cameras in the studio anymore, and. Um, mm-hmm the live youtube feed at the same time as a podcast stuff like that which was cool for us because we get to see kirk when he freaks out and stuff but yeah i, I yeah, love the youtube i was just gonna say I, I love the youtube too and like honestly that's the only thing that's been kind of rather disappointing for me with colonine is I, I i did believe as well that he had kind of a lot of big ideas and i was kind of hoping to get to see that he got to do some of those because i think it would have been kind of neat and maybe revive the youtube and stuff because that was uh, the YouTube I really enjoyed when it was like super big and there was a lot of shows on there and there was kind of you know all that shit going on. I I didn't expect myself why well, I, I meant like like the live shows on YouTube like I when, when they were doing that like I just, I like it, it just had like back to I which Kirk will probably hate like hearing this but like it just feels like EEI again because it's just current you know what I mean. <clears throat> Like just, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, like, I like that. I just thought in the overall scope of YouTube, yeah, like, he was going to make it like expand the universe. Yeah, yeah. that'd be. I know, would be nice. But it's it's not his fault. I mean, he has to do what the boss says at the end of the oh, day. Oh, of course. So, yeah. um, but Kirk did uh, tease taking calls this week, and then decided not to. Where do you stand on calls, Killer? Do, are you a fan of them? Do you not care I, for them? I, I definitely. I I like calls. There's calls are calls are kind of what helps extend the show. Right. In a way, right? Like it's call it, it's it's. I don't want to say it's like media of the minds because that'll piss everybody off. But it's like you know, for all those like good calls you get are worth all the bad calls once you get the good ones. I agree, and I think in Kirk reacting to bad calls is still interesting. And if if that means, and of course it's like it's just me being selfish, but like thirty minutes, I wouldn't mind thirty minutes of the show every day. Just him, even if it's just him, like pile-driving dudes who call in and try to be funny, like, you know. But. Yeah, because actually, and what a good thing, too, that the YouTube feed did is it kind of gave people an idea of what was being talked about that kind of would help with calls eventually. That was always the one shitty thing about doing calls, and then they're like, oh, well, we talked about that already. That was always kind of the, if you want to use the word hate, that was always one of the things I kind of hated is when they kind of just shut down a guy that wants to ask a question or get an opinion, and it's like, oh, we already talked about this. Well, you know, how would the caller ever know? So, uh, so I guess we're gonna wrap no, what, it up. No, with how, the, what, before we get there, how do you feel about like uh, as like like a one-time premier caller? Like, how how do you feel <laughs> with no more calls? Uh, I I I miss the calls because I miss hearing from the good callers. Honestly, you know the bad calls. It is what it is. But I do miss uh, I do miss the good calls. There's a lot of good aspects. I mean, even if we just do it once a week or whatever. There's some great callers out there, you know, uh, Trump, Timmy Can always brings something good to the table, Sopranos guy, Blind Mike's penis. There's just a lot of great callers out there that we miss and that uh, are really Timmy Can. Timmy Can yeah. is just he's a great like overall caller. Whether it be he? he comes with something that's like you know attacking something, yeah, it sounds you know like not an attack but kind of like poking at something. Or yeah. if he just generally comes with like something prepared, it, it, like they're they're super enjoyable. So that's yeah. kind of like where I, that's kind of what I mean. Where it's like I I don't care about ten bad calls if I get you know one of those good ones or 
back when Blind Mike's daddy was Blind Mike's daddy in all his glory, you know, like that was that was fucking, you know, worth it. Trump yeah. too, like Trump's Trump's oh great. So and I and that I yeah, that's where I kind of liked like I always found it, you know, they do a good job to get like to the hour and a half point, especially mm -hmm. now. But like I always liked, you know, like the 2 plus hour episodes. I always found those to be super entertaining. Have you guys listened back to any of that that um stream that Tim put together with the calls from January and February yet? Yes. Yes, it's, it's it's super good. John Amos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's so funny. The John Amos call is so good, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. Does he does he put those together himself, or does he kind of just yeah. like let... Yeah, he does that. It. Wow. It's a passion. It's uh, a great passion project. <laughs> the, you know what the funny... The other great thing about his calls is, like, they're never... Uh, He's almost like a clean comic where he doesn't really need to like be like you know belligerent or say anything kind of like too ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like like he, he he just fits in like even like the. Uh, He's a good historian too, so like he'll pull up a fucking random fact. It's just fantastic. And his uh, his sticking in uh, the blind Mike uh, anal escapades too was a great <laughs> great series of. Uh, calls that, that by anybody else you know what it came off like ridiculous but i don't know he just he slips it in well <laughs> yeah, pun, pun intended um bnt yeah. we we have another one of those uh we're gonna play at the end of this podcast right yeah yeah that we were hoping to get on the show but we'll play it for everybody else it was a really good call too i got I, a I, I got a big question for bmd oh shit so <laughs> Like, if you could only save one, are you saving uh, your wife, Buddy, or Kirk oh, no, from this, death? No, 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 no. Take, can, can I please, can you sub me out for Tim and Can? Because he loves Tim. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Tim, Tim Can, Kirk, or your wife? If you could uh, only save one. If I could only save one? Yep. Uh, I would have to save my wife. So, um, because, because she does so much shit around the house, I'd be fucked. <laughs> uh, so, so because your wife uh, cooks dinner and washes clothes is the reason that you would save her? I mean, I wash clothes sometimes. <laughs> um, Tim's vision will live on through BMD. If the, yeah, <laughs> and then Kirk eventually is going to die. Um, <laughs> so I need my wife so I can work and make money. But, uh, yeah, I'd probably be my wife for sure. Oh. That was a good one. A I wasn't question. expecting that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then my other big question was, is what, uh, what got you into basically like the idea of Blind Mike's Daddy? Like, was it, uh, how do I want to put it? Like, was it just one day it kind of came to you, or did you kind of plot it out, or? Uh, well, me and Buddy, originally, I wanted to get into the Twitterverse, so I was like, let's just run a, a parody account, uh, you know, to Blind Mike's Daddy, because nobody was playing him yet on Twitter, or doing that as a parody account, and then, uh, obviously, we know where I got my start with uh, Men at 10. <laughs> and then it just it just took off from, it just took off from there and then I just started getting these ideas in my head like having to help do miscellaneous tasks and we just evolved from there until I ruined it. So, so. the Blind Mike's Daddy's voice is something I probably heard like like a billion times growing up. You know, oh, just yeah. just like just so like BMD doing that voice, you know what I mean? Like in the and yeah. uh I I, yes. I I I always I always love the the oh yeah that was that's that's my favorite part the the, the macho man esque oh yeah 
Now, uh, like, did you just use that voice like around your boys in general conversation, uh, or is like, is yeah, that what like, you use to get your wife in the mood? Is that like, the... <laughs> yeah, baby, let's do it. Um, no, like, remember, like, uh, like Ken Kniff from Connecticut. Like, it was just kind of a, a spin off of that. I think, yeah. like, more I think about it, it was like, like Eminem, too, used to do that kind of voice. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of yeah. Yeah, those those original calls are just like unbelievable. I I can't re- I don't know how to word it exactly because I don't remember it like perfectly. But yeah. there was one I think it was like the lumber story or something, and you went on like just this like couple like minute talk about it, and then dropped it in. <laughs> and I I you you could tell that they must have like almost fell over in the studio. <laughs> it was, the, those shakeups were like the, those are some of my favorite calls ever. Oh, let make him look left, and then you hit him with yeah. the. Yeah, yeah. So just, just might get your dad. Just kidding. A beautiful, <laughs> a beautiful thing. The only other thing I wanted to get to, I guess, is just I want to make sure that Menners knows that he's the second-rate review show compared Ooh. to um, this this program. This program has been around a long time, through thick and thin. Hasn't yeah. had to be repackaged multiple times. So Menners should maybe take some notes from you guys Ooh. instead of just fucking giving critiques. And uh, maybe respect a show that uh, has some longevity and makes it past, you know, episode fucking 20, unlike I, his ever do. I, I think that's a <laughs> wonderful way to end this episode of Kirkinoff. Yep. Oh, I, I, okay. It's a great way to end it, but we also have yep. the news and BMD's prank call. So, yep. we Thanks, boys. It was yep. an honor. Thanks. We interrupt Kirkinoff to find out what's been going on in the Minifin world with Andrew Augustus. More drama from hating listeners. Is the future of Quantum Week in jeopardy? And Team Minahan returns to full strength. I'm Andrew Augustus, and this is the Kirkinoff Minifan News. Once again, some listeners to the Kirk Minahan Show who only listen to make everyone else's life miserable decided to send an old show tweets and try to quote-unquote stir shit up with what some may call is a certified lunatic but is definitely a convicted felon and has ended up threatening Kirk as well as Jared which prompted Kirk to get a restraining order put in place. Once made Minifan Steve from Providence appears to have worn out his welcome as he was part of the group that ignited this incident and now Steve from Providence is well on the outs as Kirk said he is dead with him. As all of this was going on, the producer of the Jerry Callahan podcast, Matt Carano, quote tweeted a Dave Colony tweet that was two years old referencing the individual who threatened Kirk and his family. Kirk took the move as a sneaky move by Carano to make Colony look bad and decided that he is officially done kaput finito with Carano. With that fallout, Kawana Week Chris decided to change his name on Twitter. He is now going by Chris Lemmer as he gets ready to launch off at a theater near you, which in and of itself is having some drama, as Justin offered to be a producer on the show, and Chris took offense to that. And then Justin went on a 30-minute rant on his podcast, The Justin Show, explaining how he thought it was bad of Chris of kind of talking down to him. And Chris took issue to that, and now there is real hate between Chris and Justin. Chris was brought on the show Thursday to hash it out, and I think it's pretty clear Justin won that first round. After that show aired, Chris did issue an apology to Justin. The wild and crazy week continued as Menners was hosting a show with Red from Maine, and it turns out that John 
from Scranton is no longer going to be a producer of Men's Lies for John's involvement into the fiasco that caused the threat on Kirk's family. So overall, after all this, there's a lot of shakeup, a lot of mix-up. What this means for the future, we don't know. In the competition field, after a loss without their captain, Team Minahan returned to the Dolphins trivia to take on Team Your Mom, led by Kevin Clancy. And after a very quick start by Team Minahan, they jumped out to a lead and ended up winning 12-10 to to regain the third position overall in the tournament. Again, this all means nothing as we wait for the tournament to be officially announced after the Arizona Bowl. I'm Andrew Augustus for Kirkin Off News. Send news tips to at Andrew Augustus or at Kirkin underscore off. Now back to Buddy and Blind Mike's Daddy. And at the Great King's Row, no longer singing, a lead author, a lead guy died. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Yogi Man Show. It's uh, good afternoon. You're first. Thanks for calling. You're on the air. Hello, Mr. John. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I just want to. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. If I don't get to talk to you again. To speak of the news, the Republican political activist uh, Bill Simmons. He was talking about the uh, new Tom Brady documentary, the one who left us from the England Patriots. Yeah. And and you get some really cool life lessons on leadership and stuff like that. Tom Brady had, had mentioned uh, when they were playing the San Diego Blumpkins back in 2019, it was really loud and he couldn't hear, so he, they always had the game plan. His leadership came into effect. His center, Michael Geary, he, he, he would flip him a finger to get him to hike the ball. It's really fascinating stuff. Now, did he say he flipped a finger? Was that what he did? What, did he, what, what Was that what he said? Uh, or, or something with his finger? I think you you probably have to have better earphones or something if you can't. Uh... Good afternoon, you're on the air. Before I get to what I wanted to talk about, John, if you don't mind, the war on Christmas, why I called, and before that, I wanted to just touch on the trial with that uh, Rittenhouse kid. But prior to that, I was thinking that I just wanted to bring up and go back to what the previous caller had said before the initial caller that you had on the show about Brady. What he was saying about the finger is. One of them was, as you could guess, the finger. which one was the middle finger. Okay. Yep, with the middle finger with a little mud on the tip, if you know what I mean. The caller was right. The people in Ukraine, they were asking for bombs. We gave them blankets. This is, this is right. Every time I call you. Every time I call you. The, the, the people that do this, the people that do this are our children and our brothers and sisters. They just, and somebody's children. Good afternoon. You're on the air. Thanks for calling. This is a prisoner alert. Some of your prisoners have broken out. Be aware. Well, the idiot called. I knew the idiot was calling. No, I, was no. waiting, I was waiting for the siren. Okay. <laughs> he wanted to make a jerk of himself. Just I'm, like try, say, I mean, I'm trying to figure. I may have his phone number. I think I, I think I, I think I get this his phone number. A wireless phone. All I know is, is <laughs> that. Write this now, down. All I know is they're listening to your show, John. And then they report to other people on, you know, what's going on. And 